Hey folks, it's King from Stay Tuned Sports, and I gotta tell you, I love energy drinks. They help give me that boost that I need to finish all my work, get through game film recaps from all of Sunday's games, and they provide that pick-me-up during a very long week. What I don't love is that crash and the jitters, the gross feeling you get with most other energy drinks. And that's why I tried Dubby, and I gotta tell you, Dubby is a game changer with flavors like Dragonade, Beach and Peach, Galaxy Grenade, and my personal favorite, the Dub Sludge. You can find your favorite or just get them all. There's no jitters, there's no crash because there's no sugar in Dubby. Plus, Dubby contains Neurofactor, an all natural ingredient derived from coffee cherries, which has been linked to enhanced brain function. You go on over to Dubby.gg right now, that's Dubby.gg, to grab the best energy drink you've ever had. And if you enter the code STSPORTS18, in all caps, you'll get 10% off your order. That's STSPORTS18 to get 10% off of Dubby. Be better. What You heard the rest. Now here's the best. Stay tuned, Sports Podcast. And hello there, all you Stay Tuners. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here, back with King and some Popeyes. Yeah, I got the Popeyes <laughs> going, baby. Banquet pot camera, not spot hashtag not sponsored, but man. When you're just uh, looking for a quick little quick little meal, man, you can't beat that like dollar fifty banquet pot pie. Delicious, so good, so good. Do you think that should be part of tailgating? Is if you could if you could heat up a pot pie somehow, you know, put that with the hot dogs, the hamburgers, especially during like fall and winter season. Uh, here's the thing. I think if you're gonna do like that, if you're gonna go away from just like the regular tailgate fare. You're going to do it more than just a microwavable one. Like, you're going to make, like, a homemade pot pie. Like, you're going to sit there and stew it, or you're going to do something like that. You're going to bring your own stew, especially if you're, like, uh, tailgating in the northern climates. Like, if you're in Philly, New York, Buffalo, New England, uh, uh, places like that, I feel like that's where you're going to, like, oh, yeah, we have hot dogs, we have burgers, but we also have this wonderful, you know, stew or this chowder or this chicken and dumplings, or a chicken pot pie, or, you know, uh, here's some goulash. I don't know if you're Hungarian, we'll see. <laughs> uh, but, like, I, th- I I have a feeling, like, you're going to put a little bit more into it. Yeah. But I've seen plenty of tailgates that have, like, unique, that isn't just hot dogs and hamburgers, you yeah. know, that they actually do put a lot of effort into it, like with pot pies, like with a, a, a chicken and dumplings kind of situation, you know, which is, hey, listen, I'm all for it. And, you know. and it would definitely be a good, um, as me and you would call it, um, first layer of food, you know, going in there, drinking. Oh, well, that's the whole point. Like, honestly, <laughs> the food of the tailgating is like, that's the thing. You have to you have to layer it up. Yeah. You do the layer of food, of carbs. Definitely. It's got to be carb heavy. Like, here's the thing. You need something in there to soak it up. It's just, not, first of all, this is just science. All right. This is the science portion of, of today's station sports. <laughs> but... You have the you 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 build the base, 
with your with your carbs. So I mean, you can have hot dog, hamburgers, whatever like that, but it still has the bun, has the bread, has something like that. And then you know, or you can pick anything else. Like if you have a nice chicken and dumpling soup or a chicken pot pie, something like that. You want something with that has a dough, has a bread, has, exactly. car, has the carbs there, potatoes. You know what I mean? Yeah, that kind of thing. Uh, and then. You can start hitting a sauce. Make sure you hydrate though as well. You got to make sure you got, you get the water in there along with the booze. So you know you get your food, you get your booze. Take a couple water breaks. You know you got to do what you got to do. You got to maintain. It's a long day. It's a long day out. Oh god, that's you almost I mean? like eight eight hour type day, depending on what time you start tailgating yeah. and get to your the, the stadium and everything. So that's a long time. And here's the thing: when you get into the stadium, you want to be full and pretty buzzed. Yes, because. You want to spend as little money as you can in the stadium because all stadiums outside of like Atlanta, uh, the concessions are fucking insane. Yeah. So, uh, like, just make sure that you get like you don't because that's the other thing too is like you have to walk that line, like you have to walk that line of being pretty good buzz, feeling pretty good, and not being fucking obliterated. Right. Yeah. Because then the day's done. Then you're over. It's over. Once you've crossed that line, it's done. You can go up to that line and keep going up and then bring it back and go up to that line and you can bring it back and, you know, just kind of maintain, do really well. Uh, but, you know, a, a lot of mistakes I've seen, a lot of rookie mistakes. You'll find this a lot with guys and girls in their in their early, mid-20s, even sometimes up until the late 20s, almost 30s. Yes. Uh, which is a shame because they should know better by that point. But you see that a lot, you know, with uh, a lot with college crowds. See it a lot with NASCAR crowds. I've seen it the, in the in the one race I went to was that was an incredible scene. Uh, but yeah, once you once you like you can go up to that line and still bring it back and still be okay. But once you cross that line into obliteration, Bill, there's no there's no coming back. You're gone for the day. So, uh, only you know, once, you just got to be careful with that. Only once I, I did mess up and I pushed the limit a little bit too much. And it was, it, it sucked too because it was Philly against Dallas. So I missed the first half. Ooh. And halftime came and I was with shoulders uh, at the game. He bought me pretzel, hot dogs, you know, to get some stuff back into me. And when I finally came about it, I guess you want to call it. And my lovely when you when, uh, you when you woke up from your from your your haze haze there, yes yeah. my uh, my lovely hat that you used to love to bust on me about my my Chip Kelly hat not oh your visor your yep. half a hat yep. yeah yep. that's 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 the game I lost it I don't know where I lost it at don't know for all I know someone took it off my head and stole it well thank God for <laughs> small miracles but. yeah but um. Yeah, that's that's a good way to kick off the show here. Talk about alcohol. <laughs> well, you know, well, it's not just alcohol. It's about the, it's 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 tailgating uh, uh, protocol, really. Like yeah. when you think about it, like because when you're younger, you just think about woo food, booze, sports. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Woo! And then you know by eleven thirty, you're fucking done. And it's like you got two and a half hours before the fucking game starts. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> Uh, you know, and so that's something that you that you learn early on, and you do like when we went to the Giants Eagles game, like we had a couple nips, you know, yeah, uh, uh, of the of the of the JMO, you know, we had a couple little things just to keep because it was a cold it, night. It, it was cold and it was windy, and it was windy, especially there at the at the link, you know, yeah. and it's just it just it was what it was, 
Uh, but that's the thing. You take a couple nips there. You feel pretty good. We stayed pretty warm. Yes, not gonna did. lie. You yes. know the the, the JMO <laughs> helped with that. Uh, uh, you know, and and that's the thing. Is like again, we're a couple grizzled vets here. You know yes. what I mean? So we knew we knew what the what what the score was. We knew how to handle that situation. Yeah. You know. Uh, but that's but that's the thing. Is like I think there's a lot of people out there that that overestimate their ability. Or, or then they find themselves in a challenge, and you know, like somebody will come up and be like, "Hey, man, let's go, just do shot for shot." And some people can fucking hammer down five shots of fucking whiskey or tequila or rum yeah. or whatever the fuck they're doing, and and be fine. You have to understand your limitations, though. And if somebody wants to come up to you, be like, "Oh, you fucking pussy! Oh, you can't do this! You can't hang!" It's like, no, I can't. You know what? Fine, call me a pussy, whatever it is. <laughs> But I'm going to be awake for the game yeah. and still be able to see it and enjoy all the food I still have here and the friends and the company and do all that other kind of shit. Like, I, there, there comes a point in your age and your maturity when you, when you grow up that doing the amount of shots or doing the weird shot or the gross shot or, oh, man, you got to do this shot. This one's great, man. Or, oh, here we go. Line them up. Let's get all these shots here. Let's get fucking wasted. Woo! Like. There comes a point in time where that's not the goal and that's not that's not the fun yeah of it and it's like no i want to go i want to drink yes i want to have a couple of drinks i want to feel buzzed i want to have you know get it get my drink on as it were but getting obliterated isn't the goal the goal is to go have a good time socialize with friends get a little lubed up you know yeah but but you know maintain oh ow maintain hit my microphone here uh getting animated here just talking about this again this is this is all very scientific you know uh so i think and i think that's the case like i i, I mentioned before uh, the one nascar race i ever went to was oh god 15 years ago now probably a little more than that uh, uh pocono race with tricky trying went to a, went to a nascar race up there one time and I'm sitting in the stands, and you know they rev the cars, and everything's going, and they're getting ready to start the race. We, they, you know, they do the the prayer, and they do the the national anthem, and we're getting all ready to go. And I look over, and there is this girl, and she is asleep. Yeah, like blackout, absolutely done. She's leaning on her husband or boyfriend or whatever he was. He could have been a stranger. I have no <laughs> idea, but like. The race hadn't started. You have these big ass, loud ass machines. She didn't flinch. Like I'm talking to that kind of obliterated. You can't. You can't do that. You yeah. can't do that. At what point? What's it like? And especially for the amount of money you spend for tickets and for parking, and in some of these places for the quote unquote parking passes that even give you the privilege to park and pay the fifty or sixty dollars to park. You know. Um, it's it's not worth it. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're like you said, you're paying a nice chunk of change here, and you're just gonna sleep through it all. Yeah, no reason for it. No reason for it. So that's so so, so that's basically we we started talking about pot pie, then we started talking about ticketing, then we started talking about liquor, and that's how we got here. Listen, if you're listening to this, you're I'm pretty sure if you're listening to this, you understand and you know what we're talking about anyway. <laughs> uh, I'm wondering if our demographic probably is that, but if you are a bit younger. Or if you're one of those people out there that's like, this guy's a fucking pussy. He can't drink. I'll drink him under the table. Listen, you can drink me under the table all you want. 
I'm just not going to engage with that. I'm a man who understands his limitations. I can drink a lot. I can. I'm a big fat bastard. I understand <laughs> that, but I also understand that if I drink certain things, that things are probably going to get a little squirrely. So I just don't do it. You know. Yeah. I stick to my to my uh, Jägermeister and Diet Mountain Dew, and and my apple cider. And, uh, and, and, you know, when game day comes around, I'll hit the beer and do things like that, you know, but like, I'm not sitting here going shot for shot, you know, drinking whiskey or fucking fireball. First of all, fireball is thing. terrible. Get rid uh, if if you're still drinking fireball, you're not invited to the tailgate. <laughs> yeah. Leave. Dump it out you're, or you don't come in. The type <laughs> of people who drink fireball are the type of people that I do not want at my tailgate. Yeah. So, I mean, that's number one. Get the fuck out. Nobody wants you there. Uh, but, you know, like, th that's not that's not the point, and it's not the, that's not the goal. Like, it's just it's just not it. You want to go do shot for shot? Fine. Go ahead, but do it somewhere else. Don't do it with me. I'm just going to sit here. I'm going to talk. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to socialize. going to have a couple drinks. going to maintain. going to have a great buzz. But I'm not getting obliterated. Like, the, the, the idea of me getting obliterated drunk has no appeal whatsoever. Yeah, we're, we're, we're just too old anymore now. We're too well. That's and, it. Well, and wise, and we're, we're wise about it too. Well, because we ran through that. Like we did, we did the shift. Yeah, you know? twelve-hour shift. We we did the twelve-hour shift. All right, and and uh, again, that was done mostly out of boredom. Yes, but again, it's something that was done, and it's something that we we still talk about, and it's still something that's humorous in of how of how fucked up we were. Yeah. Uh. And the bits that we can remember, you know, but again, like trying, like I'm talking to myself now, like I'm 41 years old, like thinking about trying to do that now, just, just out of boredom because I have nothing better to do has no appeal to me. Like, yeah. you know, it's a funny story from back in my day. It's one of those old war stories you tell. I was like, yeah, back in the day when I was your age, you know, <laughs> it's one of those things now, but, uh, you know, so that's, that's that's all about the you know just just listen if you're gonna go tailgating, as as the commercials say, do so responsibly. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. You know that's what that's all we're asking here at Stay Tuned Sports. So, just tailgate responsibly. So before we um, actually <coughs> get into the show here, I'm I'm just gonna state this now. And before uh, we get into the show, we're like 15 minutes into it. What well, are you talking yeah, about? Yeah. Uh, into <laughs> the, the, the 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 topics of the day or whatever. Um, I'm gonna play a little game with myself here. Um, whoa, 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 whoa! Well, what kind of show is this? This, this is definitely. I know it's 2022, but this might be 2020 right now. Um, it's October, and I have a freaking wasp just sitting on my light, looking at me. So we're gonna play a game of let's see if Jimmy uh, Jimbo gets stung at some point during the show. If you hear me sc uh, scream like a little girl, please call 911 for me. Uh, <laughs> it's a big fucker too. <laughs> Okay. Well, all right. Well, this went in a different direction when you at first you said you were playing a game with yourself. I was like, well, well this is this is weird. Okay. Um, I I don't I don't know. Do you want Do you want to maybe? Um, is uh, it in a crushable position? No, it's right at my my uh, my my dome lights or whatever you want to call them. So if I okay. if I swat at, I might bust the light too. Listen, it's uh, sacrifices it's, must be made sometimes. <laughs> it's staying up there. We're good for now. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be All an right. interesting well, show, people. The, the, the minute that fucker moves, like <laughs> I don't know. 
Oh, so, all well, right. Yeah, well, here, here we'll, we'll, we'll go with this analogy. You know, uh, Howie Roseman, just before we came on, you know, came in and stung the the, the bears. We uh, traded for. Oh, oh! See what you did there. <laughs> a little segue. Um, traded for Robert Quinn for with a. Uh, we sent a fourth round draft pick. Um, you think it's a a very good pickup? I said to you, I'm still trying to process whether I like it or not. There's, I don't think there's any processing to be had here. You have a a, a fantastic edge rusher who had 18 and a half sacks last year. Uh, who has been unhappy in Chicago from the jump? We've known it. He's he's been asking out of Chicago now since uh, since training camp. You know, ever since it was clear that Chicago kind of uh, was in a rebuilding kind of mode, a rebuilding sense. Yeah. Um, and he kind of what they would uh, hold in. You know, obviously since he can't really hold out anymore uh, with the CBA, so he was holding in. Uh, and, uh, here's the, here, here's the bottom line you get, even if he's not nearly as good as he was last year, even if he's not, you know, uh, uh, all star, all caliber, all caliber, you know, pro bowl player. Yeah. You still only gave up a fourth round pick for him. But see, here's the thing though, is I, I, again, I know you aren't very big into draft picks. No, draft, that's most draft of the time, picks are expendable by far. Most of the time, the the, the mid rounds is where you find your uh, future talent, like your longevity talent. Like, and not only that, dude. It's a, but again, it's a fourth rounder. Uh, yeah, I understand, but then also, you know, I just jumped on real quick to see, let me, you know, before we start recording, to see what he's done so far this year, and obviously, he's way off of what he did last year. But if you really look at his career, and and he's old. He's plus. Don't the Eagles still have some picks from uh, the Wentz trade? I believe it, it may have I been. Th- one I, of those that's why I don't think picks. the Eagles are hurting on draft picks to to, to start. If draft if if like the draft capital is a worry, I don't think you have to worry about that with the Eagles. They're not like the Rams, you yeah. know, who, get, who oh, gave yeah, up they... everything. But to be <laughs> fair, look at what the Rams gave up, and they won a fucking Super Bowl. Yeah. You know? I think you, if you ask any fan, if you ask any Philadelphia fan, if we could trade every single one of our draft picks to win a Super Bowl this year, would they say yes or no? The way this this pick is looking, it, it sounds like they're all in this year. So I would say yes. They they would trade away all their picks. Everybody, no, at any fan base worth anything. If you told them you can trade away all your draft picks oh, okay, if you yeah. win a Super Bowl, they're going to say fucking yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's the point here. And what you're seeing here with the Eagles is, is this is this a a earth shattering move? Is this a is this a Christian McCaffrey to the 49ers type of move? No, no. But is this shoring up and and already a, a a very good defense? Absolutely. Is this adding a, a a fantastic piece to to a defense that people already have to worry about and that people are trying to scheme against? Absolutely. This is a this is a move made by a team who is saying. Our goal this year is not to make the playoffs. Our goal this year is to win the Super Bowl. See though, that is the one hundred percent goal now that has been laid bare there by the Eagles. See, but uh, uh, edge rusher isn't on my top priority for 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 trades. And you know, let's put this out there too: the, the trade deadline is until um, November first, Tuesday. So Philly still could do some more trades, but I think. They need to shore up the run defense, and I mean, yes, Robert Quinn may be 
a good edge rusher for us, may pan out for us. But I think they need. I, I would have rather them go off after um, Roquan Smith from the Bears, their their middle linebacker who's leading the league in tackles, and like he's just a tackling machine. And yeah, but he, do he's the also Bears want to get rid of him? Because again, I know he's he's another one that was saying he wanted out too, right? Yeah, yeah he's the one yeah, he, who's he was doing a hold in as well. Bears got a lot of those guys, um, but that's another one where. Uh, you know, is you know, yeah, he's requested a trade, but are the Bears saying yes, we're going to get rid of you, or are they holding on to him? No, man. I listen. I I think you're looking a gift horse in the mouth here. Uh, and, and I, I, I here's what I'll say. I think you're trying to find something wrong with this. Because Maybe because you're an Eagles fan. But see, that's that's the difference between me and normal Eagles fans. Uh, me just no, 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 no. That's that is. That is something that I have found is I, I've, pretty common in all of you. I'm in some of the you know, about three, four, maybe five different Philadelphia Eagles Facebook groups, and I haven't yet to see one um, person who shared out about Robert Quinn being traded to us say a bad thing. You know, it's all how he strikes again. Um, we got Robert Quinn. We're going to Super Bowl. It's all positive stuff. Um, and again, As it should be. First it, it, of all, like that's the other thing too is like. I'm trying to find what's the negative. Like you're like, man, I really wish we would have gotten this, or I wish we should have gotten that. But that we're not talking about that. We're talking about right now. Does this trade add or subtract to the Philadelphia Eagles? Well, I mean, it adds, obviously. I mean, okay, it's, it's, it's then not, that's what we're looking at. But it's not a player. And you're for player. already six and zero. Oh. Yeah, you're already six and zero. Oh. You have a very good defense, if not close to great defense. Your offense is fucking killing it. Jalen Hurts is an MVP candidate. Uh, I mean, th- th- look at everything that you got going for you right now. Look at it. Oh, I mean, and you have a uh, 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 AJ Brown. I mean, yeah. W- let's look at that. Let's look at where the Eagles are right now. And now you add this piece to your defense, which is already pretty damn good. Yeah. And you gave up nothing. You gave up literally a bag of air. They do that's, have that. That's that's. <laughs> I'm I'm tr- like. I'm trying to understand where you're finding the issue. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's, it's, I, and it, listen, it, it might be the Eagles. I hate the Eagles. <laughs> Don't get me wrong here. Like I'm I'm sitting here trying to see like trying to convince you <laughs> that what your team is doing is absolutely in the best uh, interest. Of your team winning a championship, yeah. Like there, there is no like you didn't trade away any key pieces. You didn't have to give up something major to get this piece here. Like I said, is he a major uh, uh, pickup? Is he like a, 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 a Christian McCaffrey level pickup? No. But is he a very good pickup? A solid pickup for a good defense to make it into a championship caliber defense? I think an absolute yes in that regard. Well, um, I mean, maybe, maybe I'm starting to come around the positive way because it's just just with what you just said. Well, because I'm beating you over the fucking head <laughs> with logic here. That's why. You know, maybe the way I could rationalize this for myself is um, how you said. It's, yes, it's not a Christian McCaffrey trade, but it's a, a a trade that helps your your defense. When we went on our Super Bowl um, run there. We traded for Jay Ajayi from uh, Miami. Uh, 
which you know improved our offense, improved our rushing def- or offense, and helped balance out that offense, which helped get get us to the playoffs. I mean, he had a he had a good. Um, I forget which game in the playoffs he had a, a good game, but he he stood out for us when Lecaire Blunt wasn't that good or Nick Foles may have been struggling a little bit. So I don't know, maybe you know, maybe this will work out. Like I said, I'm listen, listen. Here's here's the thing you have to understand. If this guy gets one sack, if he gets one tackle for loss, if he gets one fumble recovery, it's a win. It's automatically a win because you gave up nothing for him and you then or you got something else. So if he has a good game, that's a win. If you get into the playoffs and he and and he has a good game there, gets a critical sack or something like that, that's a win. If he just if if just by him being there makes the other team either not run to that side or not roll the quarterback out to that side, or if his pressure makes the quarterback make a bad throw or any one of those things, like already having that there, already having him there, then automatically becomes a win. Like the only way this is a lost trade is if he gets injured on his very first play, yeah, and then doesn't play at all for like or like 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 there's I see nothing here that's a cost, and I think that's what you have to always look at when you look at these trades and look at things like that. Like what what you know what what's the what's the risk to reward? What's the cost to the to the return to the profit? Like what are, what what are we getting for what we're giving? And when you give a fourth round pick for a defensive player who had 18 and a half sacks who uh yeah no he's older but he's not he's not ancient like he's not in his fucking 40s no you know what i mean like so and he's still clearly serviceable still clearly a good player like i said if only last year he had 18 and a half sacks that's i'll take that any day of the goddamn week (laughs) are you kidding me yeah I'll absolutely take that. So I don't, I don't, I don't see the, the the downside. There's nothing here that's bad. There's nothing here you can say is like, well, the Eagles lost something to get this. We'll have to see, you know, how it turns out in the future. There's nothing to see how it turns out. This is just a win. This is this is free money. Yeah, this is as free money as you can get in the NFL. The, the only way you would be able to see. Who won this trade is once uh, Chicago uses his fourth round pick. Doesn't it, ma- th- at that point, it doesn't matter. But uh, if they if they draft a uh, Tom Brady, say, I mean, I'm not saying you know put Tom Brady in for Jalen Hurts or whatever. Listen, if they but, find a jewel, first of all, you're asking the Chicago Bears to see if they well, do draft well in the fourth round. <laughs> so right there, <laughs> stop. But. If they do happen to find a jewel there in the fourth round, if they find somebody who turns out to be the keystone of the Chicago Bears franchise for the next 20 years, then good for them. But at that point, who gives a shit if you win the Super Bowl this year? Oh, well, yeah. If we win the this Super Bowl. This is the now league. This yeah. has always been a now league. What have you done for me lately? What are you doing for me now? The future can wait. The past doesn't matter. What the fuck are you doing now? Which is why we all make fun of the Cowboys because they still lived 25 fucking years ago. Yeah. And they haven't done shit since then, but they still talk all their shit. And they ain't shit. And that's why we make fun of them because they can't do shit now. They're not in now. They're working in the past. We're in now now. 
The Eagles are working in now. The Giants are working in now. Speaking of these uh, teams are, are are looking to do something now. Speaking of your Giants, there was one thing not to you know get off subject here. Maybe 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 you know moving on a little bit here. Um, the one thing I saw with Daniel Jones uh, this past week that I was kind of surprised, kind of happy, a little, little fire in him towards the end of the game there. Uh, oh, when, uh, when uh, yeah, he, he uh, dropped my the man pass, dropped whatever. the pass yeah. on the goal line. And he just... Which everybody's like, oh, it wasn't going to be a touchdown. Yeah, but it was going to be a first down. Yeah. And I'll take the day, day to week. And no, the, the whole thing with Daniel Jones is that he's kind of had the temperament of, of Eli Manning. Doesn't get too high, doesn't get too low, doesn't get yeah. angry, doesn't do anything like that, which is fine. It's the one thing I love about but in seeing that, like, because you're at home, too, and you're like, catch the fuck. And that's the other thing, too. It wasn't like it was a great defensive play. It wasn't like the ball was in a bad spot. It wasn't. The ball hit him in the fucking gut. Yeah. The ball hit him right between, like, he, he right in the numbers, got it right there. He tried to, I guess, catch it with his chest. Like, it wasn't, the, the defender didn't swat it away. The defender wasn't on him. Like, he wasn't even being touched. Like, it was just a dropped ball. And when you're talking about that game where it's everything's so close, like every game the Giants been playing has been super close, and you have something there where you can at least give us a fresh set of downs on the half yard line, yeah, catch the fucking ball. And so to see him kind of get fired up and get like to say catch the fucking ball, <laughs> you know, like you're you're like all right, I I, I get it. And there's part of it. now you don't want to see that all the time. You don't no. want to see the kid. Not be who he is, because who he is is again that kind of even keeled, even tempered uh, uh, guy. And I think that's that's something that I've always liked about him. That I think some other people are starting to catch on with him. My man was the NFC uh, Offensive Player of the Week. Oh, so was he? All right, way good to job. go, DJ. All right, you know, showing everybody finally. I believe in Daniel Jones. I believe in Danny Dimes in the Vanilla Vic. I've, I I've always. In believed him in oh him shut the fuck from day one i told you that i'm like you know i'm going for this kid one he's coming from duke and then you guys booed him just like we booed mcnab and i saw i text you that day i said i pray to god he just lights up the league i mean he hasn't lit up the league just yet i mean this year he kind of is um his biggest problem always and the one thing we always said, well, people got to work with him on work with him is the fact that he he turned the ball over last. yeah he'd get hit he'd fumble the ball and listen, a lot of that wasn't his fault because he was getting blindside fucking hammered because the offensive line was just letting people fucking go. Yeah. And he was just getting pummeled. And it's like, listen, you try to hold on to the ball when you get hit in the back going 30 miles an hour. That's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's dropping that ball. So, but I think that was a big, that was a big thing on him. So now to see him playing better, to see that left side of the line where he was getting blindsided kind of short up well now you know the the right side still needs work obviously evan neal uh i know he got hurt in the last game but he yeah. seems to be okay oh, but he got i mean i don't think okay. it really matters because he's a fucking revolving door and everybody's like oh evan neal what are the giants going to do without evan neal it's like have you watched any of these fucking games <laughs> like that guy gets beat like a fucking drum every game like let's fucking pump the brakes on evan neal being a fucking uh uh superstar here yeah um but the offensive line play is better than it has been. Is it still great? No, but it's better than it has been in the past. He's handling the ball better. He's making better decisions. He's throwing the ball away instead of taking sacks. 
you know, where in the past he would try to make a play and throw a pick, or he would hold on to it too long and get a fumble, or do anything like that, or take a sack and put us out of field goal range. Like the one thing I noticed in this last game, uh, uh, especially in Jacksonville, was he made smart decisions with the football. Yeah. And I think that's a huge part of it. And with this whole Giants game plan, like you, you, you have Daniel Jones doing well, who puts together these long drives, these great clock-eating drives. You have Saquon Barkley, who grinds these teams down. And that's the thing. People are like, oh, well, Saquon, yeah, he's doing well, but it doesn't seem like he gets going until the second half. And I think that's the thing. is like these Giants, they grind down these teams eventually to where you get to the fourth quarter, and all of a sudden, when you hit that fourth quarter, you know it's coming because you see, like, late third quarter, early fourth quarter, Saquon will get a seven-yard run. Yeah, He'll get a 13-yard run. He'll get a 10-yard run. He starts pulling off these chunk plays, and it's like, up oh, here we go. It's like they're starting to get tired. They're starting to get, you know, they're not chasing as well. And that's when Saquon is just, boom, he hits it, and he goes. Yeah. And, so, and, and even mean, Daniel Jones, too. It seems to be a too. working game plan, you know? Yeah, even even Daniel Jones, he could, you know, uh, he gets going, too, with the, the running. Vic, man, that's what yeah. I've been saying. He's got, in that list, in the in the game with uh, Jacksonville, he had over 100 yards rushing. You know what? I It was after that after the game. I, I forget what other game I put on after the Giants game. And, you know, the crawler on the bottom there going, and I see 200-some yards, 107 yards rushing. I'm like, really? I'm like, you know, I mean, you, you got to think if he, if most, here's the key, uh, most uh, quarterback runs, like called runs, you only get two or three of those a game. Um, scrambles, you may get five or so, you know, if you're lucky. And most of those scrambles will only get two, three yards. That's not true. That's not true. Especially because, like, look at, again, look at Lamar Jackson, look at Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia. Look at, I think the reason people think that way about Daniel Jones is because he's white. Yeah, I mean that's a simple thing. Like <laughs> yeah. People don't think Daniel Jones is as fast or as athletic as he is, is because he he looks like Dude Bro McGee down the street. <laughs> you know, he just looks like lanky, goofy old Daniel Jones, like everybody like white milk toast looking motherfucker. And, and you know, that's, that's why. So, but you put him on the field and he 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 runs faster than Lamar. Yeah, he's got more yards. He's got athleticism to it. And now that he's got he's got the decision making skills to. Slide, get down. Don't take the hit to the head. Don't take the hit to the neck. Slide down. It's okay, Daniel. You can do that. Yeah. And he seems to have gotten it. And that's what I mean. That's part of his making better choices, making better decisions with with the play calls, with his own choices, what he does with the ball, um, the way he just uh, uh, puts all that together. And for all our gamblers out there, listen, if you want the easiest money you'll ever make in your life, Every single Giants game, take Daniel rushing uh, Daniel Jones rushing yards over. Take him because he's always going to go over until unless they make his rushing yards like fucking eighty yards a game or something. Yeah. Then maybe and they might do that soon. <laughs> but for right now, if you look at the Giants game, go find Daniel Jones rushing yards, whatever the over is, fucking take it because you- you're going to make money on that. That dude is is a hundred percent a rushing threat and and you know and again i think he's gonna keep getting away with it because people are gonna continually like they still are underestimating him because he's a lanky goofy white guy yeah sneaky athletic high motor all the other words that they use to describe the you know athletic white guys 
You know, now, now who but do you that's guys... the thing is, I think he he's he's among those great rushing quarterbacks right now in the league, but he doesn't get the look or recognition because of the way he looks. Who do you guys have this weekend? We have the surprising Seattle Seahawks. So that's going to be a game. That's going to be a fun one. I may, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I'll, I'll probably take that bet. I'll probably look and see how many yards they're they're uh, giving. Um, DraftKings or FanDuel, whoever go go to. Um, I bet you he doesn't, I bet you I lose the money. Just because just I suck you'll bet on it. Yeah, yeah. And, and that'll be the week that you guys finally, what, uh, stop your five-game win streak? Uh, we are on a four-game win streak. Is it four? Right okay. We are six and one. Uh, I have uh, I have the Seahawks currently as number twelve in my top twelve. And, and you know, let's let's switch uh, switch it up here and go to your power rankings here. Let's Did, go to the power rankings. Power rankings. <laughs> see, I was I was thinking about getting like a little jingle here and uh, well, have there you go. The, I just the gave trumpets you have just, the king trumpets like. Doo, 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 doo. <laughs> well, are we gonna be like Timmy trumpets? Gonna be like the match? Dude, I, I like that. <laughs> hey man. It uh, didn't quite work out for the Mets, but we'll see how it goes for my power. <laughs> Actually, we'll see. So, did you purposely put Seattle 12 as the 12th spot? Because oh, I see, because Seattle's the 12th. Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't. But I'll tell you what. If before the season, I told you at any point this year that Seattle was going to be in the top 12, we both would have fucking laughed and said, yeah. <laughs> no, you're dumb and stupid. You're drunk. There's no way you're going to do that. But here we are, man. I'll tell you what. Seattle has been... One of the more surprising teams, Geno Smith, man, let Geno cook. I mean, he's he's whatever it is up there, whether it's uh, uh, Pete Carroll, whether it's the system, whether it's whatever like that. I, I don't know what it is, but here we all thought Seattle was going to be the absolute dog shit of the NFL this year. Yeah. And here they are leading the, the now granted the NFC West isn't that great right now, but they're leading the NFC, NFC West. And at no point did anybody think that was going to be something we said this year. Uh, so there we go. So I had Seahawks at 12. I have the Ravens at 11. I'm not sure if I even, even believe still in the Ravens. The Ravens are one of those teams that should be good. They should that's, be that's really thing. good. Yeah. They should be excellent. But they're not. And it just it's so hard to put any kind of faith into them. Uh, so I have them down at 11. Uh, they beat uh, Cleveland this past week. So uh, that's, again, that's no great shakes. But they, uh, and they, they just barely beat them, I believe, wasn't it? Like it was clo- five, it was closer than points? it should have been. Yeah, it was closer than it should have been. Again, uh, and and until the Ravens can learn how to consistently close out games, that's going to be something that hangs over them as well. How about uh, uh, Tennessee? You got Tennessee at nine. Why why do you got them have, up there? Tennessee at nine. I have the Dolphins at ten and Tennessee at nine. Now Tennessee had a bye uh, last week. Okay. Uh, I have them at nine. Because it it seems like whatever was going on earlier on in the season, they've shaken that off. They're they're they've kind of almost kind of like the Bengals did. They're a little bit. They're just kind of they're, they're the momentum is building. You yeah. can kind of see. You can kind of feel it. And especially with that AFC South being as shit as it is, you just see the Titans just start coming along here, and it's like, all right, there. This is this is it. You know, this this is where they start rolling. Derrick Henry starting to roll now. Yeah. Tannehill's not being a moron with the ball. He's doing better. Uh, you know, there's no more cries to put in Malik. Uh, so I think it just seems like the Titans are m- are making advances. The Dolphins I put it at ten as well uh, because 
I think that they are they're when they have two in. This team, I think, as much as everybody would wanted to shit on Tua before and say, like, I don't know if Tua is the right guy. I don't know if Tua is the quarterback. Uh, you know, he, is he going to be the guy that leads them? If you've seen the Dolphins with Tua and without Tua, yes, I think it's clear. Tua is that team. But when Tua is on that team, they're, they're a dangerous team. And they're a good team. Now, granted, they only beat the Steelers. Uh, but And he also needs to learn how to slide. Yes. Jesus absolutely. Christ, dude. Like, you just got murdered. And first, and one I you saw do, that he, yeah, he took him he head on, diving head first or something. It's like, <laughs> come come on. listen, we love you. Listen, I love the energy. Yeah, I love the high motor. <laughs> I love the dedication. Don't get me wrong. Nobody's questioning that. Nobody's saying, hey, Tua, man, I don't know. I don't know if you've got what it takes. I think we're all sitting here like, hey, you know what? Appreciate it, love it, but I think it would be a good idea for the longevity of your career. And just, you know, for your life in general. Yeah. How about you not put your dome right in striking distance and striking <laughs> range there? How about we just do a little feet first, just go a little down there, and I'll just do a little one of those, yeah. and I'll be fine. So there you go. You get your 12, 11, 10, 9. You got your Seahawks, Ravens, Dolphins, Titans. I got the Cowboys at 8. I know some people are going to be upset by this. Well. they have the Cowboys so, quote, unquote, low. But again. Their, their game this past weekend, Dallas. Um, was Detroit versus Detroit. Do you think the score doesn't show how that game really played? I don't. Well, here's the thing. I think the Cowboys played really well under Cooper Rush. I think they had a great game plan under Cooper Rush. Yeah. Which was let that defense be that defense, have a good, strong run game with with Zeke, and you get your passes off where you can. And, and that worked for them very well. Uh, and again, until they ran into the Eagles. But again, with the Eagles in that game, for some reason, they had Cooper Rush throwing so much more. Yeah. And they got away from it. And I think that's why the Eagles got so far ahead in that game early on. And by the time the Cowboys kind of ran it back in and started playing their game, that's when it got close. Yeah. But by that point, it was it was a, you know the Eagles were already out to such a huge lead. Yeah, it was, was going to be hard to come back. Late. I think if the Cowboys would have stayed with that during that Eagles game, they would have been either a lot closer and would have had a chance to win that. Now against the Lions, you put Dak in there. Now again, I'm not saying it's Dak, but I have a feeling that again they got away from that game plan that worked so well for them in that four game winning streak they had with Cooper Rush. Now, again, they won the game. They played Detroit, so it was going to be hard for them to lose that game. Yeah. But now they go into a bye. Like, if 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 they're going to try to play to get Dak stats, they're going to have a bad time. Yeah. I think you have to look at, like, don't try to be the number one offense. Don't try to uh, have Dak be an MVP candidate and make him put up all these numbers and do all that kind of stuff. Because if he puts that's be fine. Hey, listen, he throws up all those passes or he does all those numbers, then you lose. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. You know? So I, I would love to see the Cowboys use the game plan that they had while they had Cooper Rush playing for them, even with Dak in there. And I think if they did that, they'd be a very dangerous team. I'm not convinced by them, though. Yeah. And that's the other thing, too. Same problem I have with the Ravens. Like, the Cowboys, they they look like they should be good. They look like they should be great. But you just never know who's going to show up. 
And you never know if it's going to be a game where they play well or is it going to be a game where they don't play well or anything like that. Like, again, they beat the Giants on, on uh, the Monday night in, what was that, week three? Yeah. But, again, they, were, they needed a couple of really egregious calls from the officials in that game. And even then, the Giants still made it close. And that was a real, you know, again, it came to a last possession. So, I, I, I don't, I'm, I'm not fully bought in. On the Cowboys yet. That's why I have them at eight. If you're going to be pissed at me, fine. Let us know on our social media at ST Sports Podcast. You can find us everywhere under that name, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, uh, even on TikTok. So if you want to go ahead and do that, that's fine. Let and me know. Also, I have the Cowboys at eight. Also, we have a disc- uh, Discord uh, server. Oh, yes, so the Discord chat server. Absolutely. The link for uh, that is actually on the Twitter, um, our Twitter uh, profile there. So just click it. Is it, in, is it in the bio there? Yeah, like. Yeah, right. As soon as it loads, it's right there. Click All that right, and good. invite. So you click on that, you go in there, and then you can go tell me how dumb I am. <laughs> you motherfucker! You have you no know idea how good the Cowboys talking are. You're going to be putting them Cowboys down there. You man, go, go, bang. I'm going to go up there and they'll whoop your ass. All right, all right. Calm down. I'm going to uh, drink you under the table. <laughs> number seven, I have the Jets, simply because I think you got to reward how they're playing. You're five and two. Yeah. They're playing well. Uh, Zach Wilson needs to get better, a thousand percent. And of course, they lost uh, uh, yeah, their, their rookie the running, of the back. Year running back, uh, which is absolutely. But they they did trade. Ball. They did trade for uh, Jaguars running back for Robinson. Yes, Robinson, they did get so. Robinson from the Jaguars. I, is he a one for one replacement? No. For no. The way but, that kid was exploding out of there. No. Yeah. But it shows that the Jets are committed to. Like we were just talking about the Eagles. You know, this is a move that the Jets made because, okay, we had a problem. There was an injury. It's hard. Okay, but let's try to shore that up and let's try to keep winning. Let's keep this going. Yeah. And so that's a. I think that's a great move. If you're a Jets fan, you're excited by that because here it is. Your Jets, they're five and two, and they just showed you they are committed to winning this year. That's something that Jet fans are not used to. Yeah. Uh, number six, I have the Cincinnati Bengals. Joey Burrow is a fucking wagon again, man. I'll tell you what, you know, and because the Falcons are not the Falcons are not as bad as a team as we thought they were. No, kind of like the Seahawks. Like they're they're, they're we thought they were going to be dog shit. They're not. The Falcons are playing well, but uh, Joey Burrow just absolutely violated them uh, in that game. Uh, Five hundred yards or something like yeah. some oh, yeah. ridiculous he, amount of. Fucking he was the, like, he's the first uh, first quarterback 400 yards like three or four games in his first two or three years like right he, he broke he, records he, he, he had something like that too he had like he had like 500 yards and he had 80 yards rushing i think and he had yeah. four touchdowns and he was the only quarterback in nfl history to do something like that like absolutely ridiculous uh, uh stuff there so the Bengals are at six and i think they're gonna keep on rising up in these rankings uh depending on how everybody else does at number five i have the giants Simply because, like I said, this is a team that finds a way to win. They're playing well. Their defense is playing very good football. Uh, Daniel Jones is taking care of that football. Saquon is the Saquon, the, the 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 offensive rookie of the year. Saquon that we all thought we'd be getting before he got injured and all the other stuff that he was doing. Uh, I, you know, he's playing extremely well. The Giants are doing all this without any wide receivers whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, this is this is. Like just looking at it from that, this is probably the biggest surprise, just because of everything else surrounding it. 
Like, again, the wide receiver situation, the offensive line situation, the Saquon injury situation, Daniel Jones not having his fifth-year option picked up situation, what's going on with that defensive front situation. Like, the, the Giants had so many questions yeah. going into this season. The fact that they're 6-1, and one, and everybody's saying, yeah, but who did they really play? Okay, but still, before the season, when you had people like, okay, what are teams' records going to be? Everybody had the Giants being at like one in six or two in five at this point in the year, anyway. Yeah. So the fact that we're even here, in and itself, is a big surprise. And listen, they're finding ways to win games, whether it's pretty, whether it's not. And that doesn't the key matter. Thing. They're winning, and that's the same thing with this next team up here, the Minnesota Vikings, five and one. They had a bye this week. I didn't move them around. They are just another team that finds ways to win. It doesn't hurt when you have Justin Jefferson. Yeah. It doesn't hurt. <laughs> uh, the Vikings' only loss is on a Monday night to the Eagles. And that was, you know, primetime Kirk Cousins. Yep. You know, and so that happens. But, and, and that's, that's something that the Vikings are going to have to prove as well is that when it comes, when the lights are, when the lights are, brightest if they can play if 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 kirk cousins can play when the bright lights are brightest they're going to be a dangerous team but they have to maintain it same as the giants like they're up there but their position is pretty precarious uh the number three team i know you're gonna get pissed about this no, I'm actually, philadelphia I'm, eagles i'm actually not pissed because <laughs> here, here's the reason why okay. um i mean we're, we're, we're on a bye you know um i don't think Unless the teams around you, no matter what team it is, with the power rankings, unless they like just blow the doors off the team that they played, should get moved. You know, like the the, the team that's on the bye should get moved. Um, I'm not. I, I don't. I don't subscribe to that necessarily. Uh, I think it goes by how you're playing or how the other teams around you are playing. Um, now the Eagles were on a bye. If they played a game. Like I, again, it's hard to tell how, how you how I would have ranked this if they played a game. It would have depended on yeah. how they looked, how they played. Was it close? Was it not? Was it a blowout? Blah blah blah. Whatever. Uh, but I, I I knocked them down not because of anything the Eagles did or didn't do. Obviously on a bye, uh, but it's just for what the teams around them have done. And and again, that's a spot that the Eagles can very well reclaim uh, at some point in the season, and they probably will. I don't. This is again. This is not a six and zero that seems like a fluke to me. This is a solid team that's dangerous. They're going to be in that top five area all year long. Yeah. No matter what, even if they get a loss or two uh, uh, coming up, they're not going to fluctuate too much out of out of this. I mean, uh, we would need a like monumental collapse. You'd have to collapse at this point. For, for that to kind of happen in my books. Yeah. Uh, so that's why I have the Eagles at three. The reason they got to three from two, uh, I, I think I think the Chiefs are angry. I think they got beat by the Bills, and I think they got mad. And, and, and they've they took, done that. They took it, they took it out on <laughs> San Francisco. For a second, there was like, oh, San Francisco. They got, oh, they got Christian McCaffrey. Oh, they, they got a lead. Oh, San Francisco's making moves. What is it, 10-3? Oh boy, San Francisco might be done, and that was the last you heard of that. <laughs> like it was ten three, then the Chiefs scored a touchdown. It was ten ten, and then it was goodbye off to the fucking races. That, that, that's the, the funny part is I saw um, a little bit after that game the 
the meme started coming out. Christian McCaffrey requests a trade from the 49ers. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, listen, I think the Niners, are, listen, I think the Niners are a good team. They're going to put some stuff together, obviously. I think they're still in a bit of flux with maybe some of the way things were happening in the offseason, especially with Jimmy Garoppolo not being at training camp, but being at training camp and not allowed to be with anybody. This is Trey Lance's team. We're going to trade Jimmy Garoppolo. Oh, we're not trading him. Now he's going to be our backup. We're restricting his contract, but it's still Trey Lance's team. Oh, Trey Lance broke his fucking leg. Well, I guess it's Jimmy G's team again. And like, there's all that kind of stuff just surrounding them. They got Christian McCaffrey. Obviously, they're in a win-now mode as well. Uh, but they just happened to run into the wrong team at the, the wrong, wrong time, time. <laughs> for a team that's trying to gel and get stuff together. Uh, so, And that's the other thing, too. I like you, you can't look at the Chiefs and say they are not one of the top two teams in the NFL right now. You can't do it. I know some people have the Eagles up at number one. I know some people have the Eagles still at number two. Um, and that's fine. That's why they have their power rankings. That's why we have all our different things and our different opinions. But I cannot put the Chiefs outside of the top two. When you're looking at the NFL this year, there are two, I think, very clear teams, even though the records are what they are. The Eagles are 6-0. and The Chiefs are 5-2. and But I can't put the Chiefs out of the top two just by the eyeball test. I can't do it. And, of course, number one is still the Buffalo Bills. They had a bye this week, but they are the Buffalo Bills. They beat the Chiefs the week before, uh, and they are, again, they're just a fucking wagon. And until... Something happens to the Bills that knocks them off. I can't see the Bills uh, leaving that top spot, especially after going into Arrowhead and beating the Chiefs. It's going to take a lot to knock the Bills off that top spot. So there it is. There's your Kings top 12. One through 12. Bills, Chiefs, Eagles, Vikings, Giants, Bengals. You got the Jets, Cowboys, Titans, Dolphins. You have the Ravens. And rounding it out, you have the Seattle Seahawks. Surprising Seattle Seahawks purposely put there because of 12th man it's not purposely put there i just <laughs> put them there and it just happens to just be, the 12. be 12. um i mean overall with your your power rankings actually this week i'm okay with that i don't really have any bitches about it last week i do now this week i mean i would like to say we technically my philadelphia eagles have a buy or not technically kind of have a buy they play pittsburgh steelers this week but Trap game. You gotta watch out for those. Jimbo's being Jimbo, and I'm like, ah, oh, shit. Here comes the first loss. You gotta watch it. You yep. gotta listen. These are the games you have to watch. There's teams that don't do that, and they get and and they and they get washed for it. And uh, you know, you gotta keep out. Like, should the Eagles absolutely w- just wipe and demolish the Pittsburgh Steelers? Absolutely. Will they? Hey, man. Any given Sunday, we've seen. This has been a weird fucking year. It, it, that's the other reason why it's in my head too. <laughs> so, Shut like the, again, when you have a year where the Giants are six and one, the Jets are five and two, the Panthers, if they win this week, take sole possession of first place. Let's put it that the, way. I, yeah, I mean, <laughs> let's let, 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 that dumpster fire of a mess down there is. Well, Aaron Rodgers and and the, Tom, uh, Brady. Tom Brady are both below five hundred. <laughs> Yeah, like, for, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck is going on? We have no <laughs> idea. So, again, should the Eagles beat the Steelers? Yes. Will they? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Um. So you want to do our our blue picks? You ready to do our blue picks? Uh, I think I, I I think we're I think it's about that time. Yeah. yeah. We should we should probably do go ahead and do those blue picks. Now let me ask you a question real here. Okay. Uh, these blue picks. Yes. Uh, do they happen to be sponsored by Dubby? Yes, they are. Oh my God! 
Oh, man, I think I'm psychic. I think I'm psychic. I figured that out all by myself. Oh, man, the, I saw something. I don't know what it is. I'm seeing pictures. Seeing pictures in my head. Uh, but, yes, no, Dubby is uh, sponsoring the Blue Picks here on Stay Tuned Sports Podcast. Dubby is a fantastic and wonderful energy drink. Uh, well, you have all the read. I don't even have the reading points here. You have the reading points. Well, I mean, you know, you were you were seemed like you were getting on a, a tear there. But uh, W is a energy drink that gives you focus and energy without the crash or jitters. Has no sugar fillers or artificial dyes. Um, I always drink some right before I go to iRacing. Which real quick, tune in Friday night three Y TV on YouTube. It's our Stay Tuned Sports Podcast Truck Series season finale. Or actually, yeah, see, uh, the champion will be crown this this friday crowning um, the champion and we're at vegas so i'm gonna be racing there um i like vegas i have some confidence with vegas uh i tried to race last friday and lasted 20 laps and i said nope i'm out i, I just couldn't get it going um, will jimbo finish a race that's going to be the big question but if you want to find out, you're going to have to drink some W because you're going to need to focus. You're going to need to focus and find see Jimbo, focus on him, and be like, finish the goddamn race, Jimbo. <laughs> you have to do that. And also the great thing, too, is, as you mentioned, no jitters. You don't have any of those, you know, where you're shaking, you're drinking, oh, my God, I'm crazy, like you do with coffee or you have with other energy drinks. We're not going to mention any of them. There's yeah. some kind of colored bovine from what I understand. You don't get that with Dubby. You don't get the shakes. You don't get the jitters. You don't look like a crackhead. It's amazing. You get the focus. There's no sugar either, which is another good thing, especially for me being a diabetic. You don't get the sugar crash, or for me, you don't die. So it's really <laughs> good for you in that sense, too. Dubby is what you want. When you need to have the focus, whether you're playing games, whether you're doing a podcast like we are, whether you're racing trucks uh, virtually as it is, please, I don't Yeah, I, yeah, please don't race it, in it's the probably good. It's probably good if you, you know, don't race your truck on a turnpike. <laughs> but, you know, like if you're driving, having extra focus isn't bad either. But yeah, no matter what you're doing, Dubby will help give you focus. You go over to Dubby.gg. That's Dubby.gg. You go ahead, you put the promo code in there st sports 18 that's all capital letters st sports 18 you're gonna get 10 percent off of your w order that's a guarantee right there and uh i'll tell you what can't beat it and the flavors are delicious that's the other thing too we're talking about all the stuff that it does for you it makes you focus doesn't make you jitter doesn't make you a crackhead it's amazing stuff it also tastes amazing and, and the nice thing about their website too king um if you if you're on the fence about buying one should i buy or not buy it they actually have a it's called a starter pack which you get and it's like 15 bucks um you get a shaker and three of their popular flavors obviously a smaller um portion of it so you can try it if you like it but that's it you get a little try you get yeah. a little try test it out see if you like it if you do then you can get the whole package the whole shebang as it were and for any of those whether it's just getting a starter pack to see how it is to test it out to try it to see hey i'm not a crackhead i love it <laughs> well, and you know or if you're already in love with dubby and you just want to go ahead and pick up some more of it go to w.gg put in the code st sports 18 all capital letters and you'll get your 10 percent off all right so last week um i you know before we came on the show i looked at some of our picks so here's a, a little bit of a recap uh week seven blowout picks uh you took tampa bay how did that work out, King? <laughs> uh, didn't. The answer to that is no. <laughs> um, I took Miami 
but Miami only won by six. The whole rule is uh, the, the team you pick has to win by 10 points or more. Um, you're yeah, locked. I, see, that's a hard. See, that's the thing. That's a rule, but that's a hard well, rule you because know, in a normal, it's very hard to get ten point, ten plus point blowouts in the NFL. But you know? in a normal season, it's doable. Not a freaky season like this. <laughs> well, no, because there's no. I, I think there's more of a chance of it happening in a in a season like this. I just think it's less predictable of what games are going to be the blowouts. That's the that's yeah. the key. That's the difference. All right. Um, don't like my rules, then get the fuck out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving on to our, our, our lock picks from last locks week. Here, yeah. uh, you took the Patriots. How'd that work out, King? They lost to the Bears. Badly. Bear down, <laughs> Chicago Bears. And I just, trade just seen... defensive guy after a victory. <laughs> yeah. And I just seen on the crawler, too, Belichick is non-committal to either of the starting qu- or the yeah, I, I don't know year. what's going on. I think Bill's having a fucking stroke or something. Yeah, I, I think he's, he's done. He's just saying weird. Like it, it's, not, it's not that he's saying weird shit or that he's just being coy like his usual self. He's, like, saying things that, like, he either didn't do or didn't say. Like, it, it, like he's... It's weird. Is all I'm gonna say. It's weird. I mean, he's up there in age. Uh, I mean, he could be and, and the situation between and the situation right now between Mac Jones and Zappy, yeah, is a weird one. Like, just it's it's a weird time to be in New England. Yeah, I, I think it's very weird. But uh, again, there's something we thought was all right. Bears suck. The Patriots seem to be doing well. Let's go ahead and pick the Patriots. That should be a lock. Well, fuck no. <laughs> Um, well, here's not, here's my lock. I took the Packers over over. I almost said the Redskins. Oops, I said the Redskins. Um, the Commies. Uh, they lost by two. The football team of Redskin Commanders. And and I have come to Dan Snyder's wife is still obviously getting used to the name too. Um, she's what saying, did she say? Redskins. She's she's saying the hail hail to the Redskins. <laughs> oh, she said hang to the Redskins. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh God, uh, yeah. I can't wait for them to get like listen. I miss the Redskins name. I miss the Red. I miss the Redskins logo more than the name. I'll put that out there. Yeah. I think they could have changed the name. That's fine if you want to do that. I mean, it is what it is. But the logo should have stayed. The logo was made by Native Americans. Yeah, that's, it that's was the approved kicker. by Native Americans. And not only that, it just looked fucking awesome. Yeah, it was a great fucking logo. So I, Mike, I what I would have done is I would have called it, like I would have changed the name to the Americans. There Makes you go. sense. Yeah, you're in Washington D.C. They are the first Americans. They're the Native Americans. Yep. Have that be there. You know, so you get a bit of the patriotic. You get a bit of the the uh, uh, Native culture. You meld them together. You get your Washington Americans with the nice uh, uh, Indian on the side of the head. Come on, it's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> you didn't then, have to go with the commies. <laughs> then our, our upset picks. Since you're on your uh, roll here with uh, the commies, you took. The commies over uh, over the Packers, so you won. You called back it. to back I, weeks. That's the one pick I was happy I called because I <laughs> um, called that in the in the uh, in, in the family in the King Cup picks as well that we do. I I, I by the way I won this week. I was going to say I'll give you a little shout out there. Yeah, you you there won we this only week, two yeah. losses this week. Only had two losses this week, and two of the surprising games was the was the uh, the uh, Tampa Bay game. Uh, lost to the to okay. Carolina and the uh, Patriots losing to the Bears. Those are my only two losses this week. Oh, okay. uh, but I call I everybody was like, oh, I don't know, I don't see, I don't see Aaron Rodgers losing three games in a row. And, all and, that and I was like, listen, you can't, you, you, you can't sleep on the Heineken man. <laughs> Heineken man was coming. 
That, and uh, and Taylor and, Heineke, man, he he he's got that magic. He's got the magic in the fingers, man. He just has it. So uh, that, that was a good call by me. I'm proud. I'm gonna just you know put myself up there. I need something. <laughs> that is not helping. That uh, Rogers is throwing his teammates under the bus now. Um, I don't know if that's what he's doing. Like I, remember, I, I I mean, listen, he's saying what it is. Listen, it is what it is. The fact of the matter is, is that he doesn't have anybody to throw the ball to. Like and and the people he has there are not like, is has there been any worse decision than letting Devonte Adams go? Oh God, yeah. Like they needed like that is such a problem right now, and, and like that it's, it's bad. That also goes towards Aaron Rodgers too, because I believe he was still on the fence about coming back when Adams got traded, and I, that's what I really thought when he got traded. I thought Rodgers was not coming back because there's no one else left there. So, I, you know, I'm not sure why why he came back with the knowledge of no one in that wide receiving group. I or, think he or, or signed what? and then they got is when he left. They, oh, didn't, okay. they didn't re-sign Devontae and at, then so, like, when he came back. So for my upset pick last week, I took Seattle. They beat the Chargers, so we won our, our upset picks. We got the upsets, so that's Nothing pretty else. good. <laughs> so all right. maybe we should just pick upset blowouts and upset locks, and maybe we'll just we'll go three for three. I don't know. All right, uh, you want to go first, or you want me to go first? Uh, I'll go first for the blowout pick. Uh, I would say this is bad juju, but um, it's not my team, so fuck you. Uh, I'm gonna pick the Eagles. Blowing out the Pittsburgh Steelers. I just like listen. Could this be a trap game? Yes. Could this be you know where the Eagles stumble? Listen, anything's possible any given Sunday. But if you're asking me to play the odds, the you know and the cosmos and everything that's running around, if I'm looking at the odds, if I'm looking at logically what we're looking at here, they're playing in Philadelphia. The, the Philadelphia, the energy in that city right now with the Phillies being in the World Series, the Eagles being six and zero. Oh, now the Eagles have just traded. For another piece on their defense, the fans are going to be... I mean, the Philadelphia fans are fucking animals anyway. Well, they're going to be even more rabid now that they're just... You know, th- this is going to be foaming at the mouth, ready to go. That team's going to be ready to go. And th- the Steelers are just... You know, listen, God bless Kenny Pickett. But uh, I-, I think... Again, you don't... TJ Watt's not on that line. He's not walking through that tunnel. Yeah. Uh, and... Without him, any chance of stopping Jalen Hurts, I think, is gone. Uh, I, I don't I don't see... Like, again, could anything happen? Sure. Is it logical? No. So I'll put the Eagles as my blowout pick. And the thing is, too, um, with Philly sports, Friday starts the World Series in Philly. Yes. And from Friday to the following, like, Tuesday or Wednesday, it's all Philadelphia sports. So if you... if if it happens that Phil, the Philadelphia Phillies go up 2-0 come Sunday, there might not be a Philadelphia left from the fans just being so rambunctious and, and loud and everything. So, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. Oh, oh, yes, you know those those Philadelphia fans, that rambunctious bunch. <laughs> oh, well, it's shown, oh yeah, the, bully, you're here. <laughs> they've shown that Greece can't stop them from getting up the pole. Just yeah, can't, listen, it didn't just can't stop them in 2009. <laughs> it didn't stop them in 2017. It's like, it's not going to stop. Like, Again, you people eat horse shit to celebrate. <laughs> I just love the fact that the the guy that climbed up the pole, shotgun 10, 15 beers, 
Had a, he had the, the Flyers jersey on, right? Yeah, yeah, it looked like the fly, Yeah, he had a Flyers jersey on, and had yeah. to have the firefighters help him down the post. You got up there, but you can't get back down. Well, I mean, he could have got down just a lot faster. A lot faster than he got up. <laughs> uh, for my uh, blowout pick, I'm taking the Dolphins over the Lions. Um, we, me and you really thought early on, first week or two, that Dolphins may may have been something, and it just seems like they're just not that yet. You mean you mean the Lions? Yeah. Yeah, um, no. Uh, that, 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 here's the thing. That Lions offense is good. They're very good. They were very good in the early part of the season. They kind of fell off. They got shut out in New England, and they, you know, they've been a, a little iffy ever since. Yeah. But man, that fucking defense is absolute booty cheeks. And I'm, and, I'm, that, and that's a shame. But and I'm kind of glad. I, again, I got the the sports sticker on in case there's trades or whatever. But the um, Lions GM came out and says he he's back in uh, Campbell. At least for the rest of the Ooh, season. Ooh, the dreaded vote of confidence. Yeah. Oh boy, I can't He's blame as good him. as gone. Maybe maybe after the season, but maybe he could turn around. And no, he'll get to he'll get to the end of the season, but they're gonna get rid of him. Like yeah. again, it, and listen, it's a curse in Detroit. Until you go ahead and you give Calvin uh, Johnson back that million dollars that you took back from him. Yeah, there's gonna be a problem. Go ahead, give Calvin his money, and and watch that watch that luck turn around for you there, Detroit. Come on. <laughs> All right, moving on to our lock picks. Okay, lock picks. Uh, that always sounds funny when I say that. Um, <laughs> uh, boy, I'm going to go with another NFC East team here uh, for my lock. I am going to pick the Dallas Cowboys over the Chicago Bears. Now, the Bears just came off of a very good uh, Monday night win against New England. It seems like they're finally letting Justin Fields do what Justin Fields should be doing. Uh, as far as using his legs, being creative, you know, using him as a run threat as well. Like, listen, I understand that everybody wants, you know, uh, NFL quarterback should be a pocket passer, should be back there. And you know what? Sure, fine, if that's what you want to do. But I don't think there's anything wrong with having another running threat back there, especially one that can run like that. And then, oh, guess what? I'm not going to run. I can go ahead and just chuck it 40 yards, you know. So I, I... it's good to see that maybe the Bears uh, uh, and, and Eberflus have finally maybe woken up and been like, hey, listen, let's take the reins off the kid and let him do what he does best and try to fit him into a mold. That's great. Um, Dallas is different, though, than uh, than New England, especially that defense. Yeah. You're going up against the Diggs. You're going up against Micah Parsons. You're going to, yeah, that, that's, that's, a, that's a different animal there. And that's, that's a different animal. And now you just got rid of one of your edge rushers. Uh, you know, so you're talking about you're going to get any pressure on Dak? Are you going to get any uh, a run stopping there against Zeke? I don't see that happening. Now, the Cowboys are currently a nine and a half point favorite at home against the Bears. This could have been my blowout pick. I decided against it because fuck the Cowboys. Well, fuck the Eagles, too, for all I care. <laughs> but I just, again, it goes down to that trusting. I don't trust the Cowboys. And so I have a feeling that while I think the Cowboys will win this game, it'll be a lock. I don't think it'll be by 10 points. I, I don't think it'll be by seven points. I think it's going to be a lot closer than what it should be, what everybody thinks it'll be. But the Cowboys should win this game. So I got the Cowboys as my lock pick. Okay. Uh, for my lock pick is actually going to be the Thursday night game. I'm taking the Ravens over Tampa Bay. I I, I just think uh, Tom Brady... You can't, and, uh, you can't have any faith. But here's the thing. 
these are two teams I don't have faith in. So it's a, this is a hard pick for yeah, me. Yeah, but you know what? You I, know? I think Baltimore has a little bit more weapons to squeak out the game. If you, you know, squeak out the win, if you want to call it that. Um, I mean, I see people on Twitter asking for Gronk to come back. You know, to help out Tom Brady and, and that offense, but. I don't, think, I don't It's not that Tom's hurting for weapons. I don't think he's hurting for weapons. It's just I don't know. I just wonder how maybe, much. Maybe it's maybe it's bold being coach. Maybe it's not having Bruce Arians there. I don't know. I just wonder how much it's like him constantly screaming out at the offensive line. Like you know, me and you talked about Daniel Jones. But at what point does the offensive line finally just stop listening to him? Like you're just being a, a diva. Leave us alone. You know, type thing. Well, that's the other thing, too, is that, well, with Daniel Jones screaming, he does it so infrequently that when he does, it's a fucking impact. That's that's what I mean. You know, whereas now it, Brady's been kind of pissed all season. It's like, well, what do you do? Uh, right now, the Buccaneers are one and a half point favorites at home. So uh, oh, wow. the money's going to, to Baltimore in that one because you get the three points automatically at home. Yeah. Buccaneers are only a point and a half point favorites at home. For Thursday night, and that's that's your that's going to be your lock pick is the Ravens over the Bucks, huh? Yes, sir. All right, all right. Now, now we have to find the upset pick. Now, the upset pick is it has to be what at least five and a half points. Yeah, five and a half point underdog. And uh, obviously, he's win. I got to try. I got to try to find a game that's a five and a half point fucking underdog. I got to open up my DraftKings here because... Uh, I am not picking that game. That's one I'm definitely not going to pick. Hold on here. <laughs> Which game I'm looking, I'm looking at games. Well, uh, the only one I saw that has uh, one night right now is uh, Sunday night. <laughs> the Packers are 10 and a half point underdogs themselves. <laughs> but I'm not picking the fucking Packers. That's not happening. <laughs> let's, be, let's, all, let's all be honest with ourselves here. That's not fucking happening. Um... Shit, I don't think I see another five and a half point. Uh, uh, there's not another five and a half point spread here. All right, if there's no five and a half, we'll drop it down to three and a half. Uh, okay. Uh, is, is there a three and a half point one I like? I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this fucking year. Oh, this year. Uh, 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 uh I think it was three points is like the normal anyway. Um, do, 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 Jesus Christ. I don't like any of these. I don't like any <laughs> of these games. There's not a single one here that I would even consider picking. Not one. I, I, I <laughs> <laughs> there's not a single upset game to pick. Right. There's not a single upset game to pick. Pick, pick an upset from, from any game then. Okay, the closest one I'll get here then, because they are technically a three-point underdog, <laughs> I will pick the Washington football team of Redskin Commanders to beat the Indianapolis Colts. The Colts are favored by three at home. I don't fucking know why. I think the Colts are terrible. No matter how bad Washington is, they beat Green Bay, and right now Indianapolis couldn't beat their own meat. So I, I'll, I as far as that goes... Trying to find a game here <laughs> for an upset. That's as upset as I think we'll get. I'll pick. I'll, I'll go again. Two weeks in a row here with my Washington football team of Redskins Commanders. I'll pick them over the Indianapolis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So Mayan. Um, that's the, that's the part about this this part of the season I was having uh, trouble with last year too with the upsets. 
Um, you know what? Screw it. I'm taking Carolina over Atlanta. Atlanta is. A I was looking at that <laughs> just because, but I was like, do I really want to put faith in Carolina two weeks in a row? I, I mean, don't know about that. I'm I'm not saying that they're the the Philadelphia Phillies of this year, but maybe the coaching change, maybe the player changes, uh, may have woken them up a little bit here. Maybe I don't know. It's it's the way the the season's going. You never know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, going with them over the Falcons. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Our, our upset I, picks I, for the rest I, of the year. I, I, I just put in the NFL season. That's kind of the that's kind of the consensus here. Is well, yeah, there it, there it is. <laughs> yeah. Who fucking know? You know, Seattle's Seattle's actually a good team. Uh, fucking the Giants are six and one. Fucking who know? Philly's six and zero. Oh. Well, here's the thing. People I just thought Philadelphia was going to be good going to the, <laughs> Did everybody think they were going to be 6 no good? I don't know. But people thought people were, were riding real high on the Eagles, picking them to go to the Super Bowl, picking them to win a division. Like, they, they, they were they were a lot of people's, you know, favorite Cinderella's, Dark Horse, yeah. and stuff like that. But there was a lot of Philly love uh, in the preseason. So that's not as much of a shock. It's like, wow, they're 6 0. They're good. All that means is people who said that were like, "Hey, look at that. We were right." Yeah. yeah. There's not a fucking soul on earth that said the Giants were going to be six and one. Not not one. And if somebody says they were, they're a fucking liar. <laughs> so that's our our blue picks uh, presented by Dubby uh, Energy Drink. Make sure you head over to w.gg and use the uh, code ST Sports eighteen all capital letters to get ten percent off your purchase. All right, man. It's, uh, what, what else we got? I think, I think the Devils still suck. That's about it. I think that's it because I you know yeah, the Flyers lost two in a row, or they went one, one, one. Fine, but they, they on. definitely have two losses. Bring these um, bastards back down to earth. <laughs> I don't. I don't want it the Devils to be the only suck ass team. I can't deal with that. Well, well what's hashtag that? fire. I was up. gonna say, where's the hashtag at? <laughs> hashtag fire up fire. So I think that's gonna be it for us this week. Uh, Make sure you head over to all of our social media accounts, ST Sports Podcast, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Join our Discord channel. You could tell King how much he's a dumbass with his power rankings. Um, and make sure you guys push that hashtag for King. King needs a win. 